0: Welcome to Good Podcasting, the show designed to help you create, launch, and grow your podcast. I'm your host. My name is Brian. I'm here with my co-host, Chase. hey And today we're talking about how to record a remote podcast interview. Let's get into it.
1: Thanks so much for joining us here on Good Podcasting. And ironically enough, uh, we are recording this podcast remotely.
0: We are. We are. And that was somewhat intentional, you know, Mm -hmm. um, somewhat practical. You know, our schedules haven't really lined up here recently, so we had to do something. But uh, yeah, we wanted to talk about what it's like to record a remote podcast interview and how to do it. So we thought, let's jump in and and do it this way.
1: Yeah, so here at Good Podcasting, we are right on the cutting edge of technology and podcasts. <laughs> Just like we used AI a couple weeks ago to uh, give us show notes for a podcast about AI, we're recording... Remotely today and talking just about recording. Um, so first of all, Brian, um what is recording remotely, or what does that even mean?
0: Yeah, I, I mean I think that's in my head, I feel like that's pretty self explanatory, but for the sake of clarity, I, I think it, it is wise to define that. It means that you and I are not in the same place. We're not sitting across the table from each other like we normally are with microphones running into the same mixer, into the same computer. You're in your office, and I'm in my office. And one of the things that we wanted to play with, we'll talk about later, is I'm using our normal podcast setup, and you're using your earbuds your wired Mm -hmm. earbuds with a microphone. And so we really wanted to put this through the test to really give a sense of what it is. So we could have sent you with a microphone. You could have had a USB mic to plug in or whatever. We really wanted to run this through the the test, through the ringer, so you could really hear what it sounds like. If you can tell a difference recording like this through uh, a platform that we'll talk about here in a few minutes uh, and and the post-processing that we do, can we really line it up and make it sound like we're in the same room together? So that's kind of part of what we're doing, yeah.
1: Yeah. So what you're hearing from me, I am just using uh, a MacBook Pro, and I've got uh, Air Apple AirPods. Um, is that what they're still called? Earbuds. Air, AirPods earbuds. are the wireless yeah, ones. Yeah. You're so using these the- are these are wired um, right into the headphone jack of my computer. Um, and it's got the little microphone. On, I think I have to be careful that my beard doesn't rub against it. I was so I guess- gonna
0: say, every time I do that, I get this like <laughs> real high pitched you- scratching.
1: Yeah, okay, do you get it? Okay, so that's something to keep uh, uh, an eye on. But so, for the sake of the audience, you guys listening, typically this is what your guest would have if you would, you know, go through the whole remote process. Um, they would most probably just plug in a set of headphones and there's a computer at their office or at their home, wherever they are. So that's, that's exactly what you're getting here.
0: Yeah. Unless it's an experienced podcaster, podcast host or whatever. So if it's just a random person that you're, you're interviewing from their office, yeah, you're right. That's pretty typical. Or they might be using Bluetooth earbuds, uh, mm-hmm. Which presents a different set of challenges that maybe we can talk about uh, as we go. We'll get into some pros and cons here in a little bit, but we do want to share uh, at the end of this episode the platform that we're using right now to record. Uh, so stay tuned for that, and uh, we'll give you a a code for a percentage off uh, if you if you use that code through Good Podcasting through our show notes. So we'll link that in the description, and we'll talk a little bit about it here in a few minutes. So. Let's talk, Chase, about the pros and cons of remote recording.
1: Yeah, yeah. So um, <clears throat> I think pros; those are always more fun. Um, and the first one is it just gives you access to more hosts and more guests. What is what does that mean?
0: Yeah, I you know as I think about that, it's just you have access to people wherever. So I've interviewed people in Vietnam, and Australia, and. Chicago and right here in Fort Wayne, where we're from. But it's it's given me access to do that. So I'm not paying for a plane ticket. Um, and if I couldn't record remotely, there, I have no access to interview my friends in Vietnam and Australia and, and, and all those places. So it just opens the door to more possibilities. And quite honestly, it's it's a practical thing too. So we we talked a little bit about that too. So practically speaking, I would say the second one is that it's just, it not only gives you access to people, but it gives, it's easier to set up. It's easier to, to communicate with people.
1: Yeah, I love that. I love the idea of that. It, it opens up the world. You know, I mean, the, the way technology is progressing, um, it's so simple now, you know, just recording remotely. Whereas, like you said, years ago, five, 10 years ago, even it would have been so hard. And 20 years ago, um, you know, you would have never heard voices from around the world unless it was some sort of nationally syndicated program on the radio or on the TV.
0: Right, yeah, you know, like video conferencing and audio conferencing has opened up possibilities. So, you know, 15 years ago, maybe you could do something, but it was a lot of expensive equipment and you do it in your conference room on a big TV because, you know, the microphone's sitting in the middle of the table and it's not something you really could have done easily this way. Now it's, you're right. Technology has made it, made it easier and easier to do that. And I think, uh, as far as, you know, while we're talking practical side of recording remotely is it's just easier. You don't need as much equipment, you know, Mm -hmm. not only do you not need the conference room and the big TV and everything. So you can do all this, you know, Cisco is the name that comes to mind, right? They used to do all those commercials. (laughs) Uh Um, not only do you not need all that equipment you can use, like you said, your earbuds, plug it right into your computer, the built-in camera on your laptop and go. You can make it happen.
1: Yeah. And I know you're going to talk about um, video-based recording platforms here in a little bit. We're recording this one video-based. Um, and so just the idea that with with technology, it's become also more socially acceptable um, to see two hosts or two people side by side staring at a screen or you know, knowing that it's recorded. Uh, remotely because of zoom calls and everything else yeah Um, you know again 10 years ago if if cnn would have had you know somebody look like they're in their basement recording it would have been like (laughs) that's weird but now that it's become more socially acceptable and therefore um it really opens up um a the world um for your guests but also i think um the diversity of thought and things like that to to your audience as well for them to hear somebody from vietnam somebody from australia um they might be listening from vietnam or australia you know depending right. on the post and things like that and so i feel like it can really bring some relevancy to to your podcast as well
0: yeah and actual actually do you remember well you remember this uh, in 2020 <laughs> we all oh, yeah. probably remember this. there yeah you were there um you were at home and I was at home. And my point is, so were all of our news reporters too at home yeah. and they were recording from their basement on something like zoom. And it was, you know, sometimes really hard to watch, uh, you know, cause internet connection is <laughs> bad or streaming is bad or whatever. But yeah, people were recording from their, their basements. I remember was it Jimmy Fallon was like broadcasting from his living room for a while, yeah. which was a ton of fun. And he had his kids like running around in the background, background sometimes, <laughs> Um, And I'm like, oh, even professional people deal with these same issues, right? So
1: yeah, I I love the videos. There was one where like this guy's kid came into the room and then like the the housekeeper, the nanny or somebody like tried sneaking in and (laughs) grabbing the kid. Did you see that video? I
0: didn't.
1: And like she was very much in the camera, but she was like trying to like not be in the screen. (laughs) Oh, so funny. So I think in a way it brought humanality to, to the recording process. As well for all of us to realize we're all humans and we all have lives. As well.
0: Yeah, for sure. And uh, my favorite from that whole thing while we're talking about it is the one the the guy's like I'm not a cat. I'm not a cat. <laughs> yeah. You remember that one?
1: It was a judge or something yeah a lawyer. Yeah.
0: yeah. Oh, he was like God. you have a filter on. He goes I I don't know I don't, I'm not a cat. <laughs> that was my yes. favorite. So uh, talk I'm, about. I'm sorry,
1: I'm trying to figure this out. I'm not a cat. <laughs> Oh Oh, man! So,
0: but no, I I agree. In in those instances, it brought the humanity to it. It brought vulnerability and authenticity to it. I think that's one thing that you know our technology now allows us to do in a remote podcast recording. So, those are some of the pros. Maybe introduced a little con there because Mm -hmm. you know everything's happening behind you. I do a a Cincinnati soccer talk podcast and. It's fun because, you know, I'm in the studio recording and whatever, but I get to see these guys that I've not ever met in person, except for one of them, uh, and their kids running around and sometimes their cats walking across their desk in front of them. Mm -hmm. And so I get to see, even though most people don't watch that recording, they listen to the audio. I get to see the, the, the humanity, like just Mm -hmm. what's real in their world doing that. So anyway, all the pros, let's talk about some of the cons, Chase, I'll let you start us off.
1: Sure. Yeah. So I would say again, along with pros, that that don't be afraid of remote recording, um, because of things might go wrong, and and I think that's okay. So don't let that scare you off. What could go wrong? Lots of things, right? Um, right. So, so the, the <laughs> let's talk about them. <laughs> let's talk about it. I think probably the biggest one, one of the most important ones that should be considered, um, is is internet connection. Um, you have to have good internet connection i know even with you and i i'm I'm on a university campus so we got pretty decent wi-fi here um are you plugged in um ethernet you said i
0: am i'm plugged into ethernet i started off wi-fi but didn't want to take the chance because of this one that's failed me in the past so i plugged into ethernet yes
1: gotcha so yeah and like i know my parents um live out in the country and at best they're getting like three or four megs internet speed and so um yeah like that's um that's what could definitely limit um what you're doing and i know like you said even with you and i i've seen your your video lag out a little Mm -hmm. bit a couple times where again both of us do have decent internet connection so definitely uh your internet connection is going to be one of your biggest um cons right out of the game
0: yeah and uh we'll talk about that as we talk about choosing a platform here in a few minutes because there's ways to mitigate that and there's ways there are platforms that will uh record locally uh, regardless. So if you glitch out on my screen that yours is still recording locally. Mm-hmm. And so the final product is still a really clear, crisp image and audio because it's recording on each of our ends locally. So we'll talk about that as we talk about choosing a platform. Um, the, one of the, the cons is we kind of hinted at this a little bit too, is the person that you're interviewing, let 's say uh, you know you 're in your your office on a university campus and you don 't have access to the microphone that you normally use and the the wiFi and whatever that you normally use so you 're in an office space. But sometimes, you know, the people you interview don't have microphones because they don't do podcasts regularly. They, Mm -hmm. you know, might just have AirPods, the Bluetooth earbuds of some sort that they're using because that's all they have access to. And they may be great and they may be fantastic, good microphones and everything. But it introduces, you know, not only Wi-Fi now, it introduces potential Uh, issues with your Bluetooth signal and delays in the audio and what they're hearing because now it's being transferred wirelessly. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. so uh, your guest may not have all the equipment. And so we're actually in our next episode, we're going to talk about how to prepare a guest for a remote interview. And Mm -hmm. one of the things will be, do they have a microphone or do they not have a microphone? Do they have headphones? Do they not have headphones? All things to consider as you do remote podcast interviews.
1: Yeah, and I think aside from them not having access to the right equipment, I think also not having the expertise to run the equipment they have, right? So whereas normally, again, the reason somebody would join you on a podcast would be because – uh, they're an expert in their field, right? right? Or you want to gain some information from them. Chances are they're not experts at podcasting. Um, and so if you were there, you know, and their mic wasn't working, you'd walk over there and plug it in or turn up the volume, whatever that is. With you not being there physically, um, a lot of prep. And again, we'll talk more about it going into it. Yeah that they don't have the equipment and they might not even know how to run it, you know? Right, yeah. (laughs) And again, you can do your best to send an email, um, but depending on whether or not they can follow that, um, it really could be uh, really tough.
0: Yeah, and so on that note, one of the things that always... probably really unrelated, but as another example of this is you get a a brilliant, um, you talked about someone being an expert in their field and you're, Mm. you're interviewing them on a podcast, but you, have you been in a room where you had a brilliant individual, an expert, a scientist, a businessman, a whatever, somebody that's just brilliant and they're presenting something and the slides that they're using to present are like just plain black and white. And they have about 375 words (laughs) on the screen and you can't even read it. And it's nothing against that person. It's the audience that's like, how am I receiving this? Like, you know, the designs, like, do you even know how to use PowerPoint or keynote or whatever? And to them, it's not a big deal because that's not the first Mm -hmm. thing on their mind. It's, Mm -hmm. it's the content that they're presenting. So, in that sense, remember as you're interviewing someone who may be brilliant, who may be an expert in their field, they may not do this all the time like you do. So I think you made a good point there and I just wanted to laugh at a few other people in the process, so. Yeah, yeah,
1: so exactly <laughs> the idea that um, it's just gonna take more work. So in, in a way it's simpler because you don't have to drive there, you don't have to sit next to them, they don't have, have that equipment, but the, the prep time before could be more work uh, for you depending on how well they are with technology. And again, I think uh, 2020 sped up the world. I think everyone knows how to use Zoom at this point, which most of these platforms are are really similar to that anyways, but it is something to consider when you're talking about recording uh, remotely.
0: Yeah, yeah. And then finally, I think because of some of the things we've already mentioned, your recording may not always be clean. So as much as you try to prepare your guests to get your equipment set up, to, you know, plug into Ethernet, to whatever, to, to mitigate all these potential issues, there are times, like just earlier, when you were talking, I heard a glitch in the audio. It sounded like a little robot, just for one word. Now, on your end, it, it may not sound that way, right? But depending on the platform and how it records and how it processes, you may get that robotic voice in, in your recording uh, without knowing it until you yeah. get to the end and you go to edit. Speaking of, did you hear, I just got an email? No. Okay. Well, I just was got like an a email ding or something. There was a ding, which is another con that we're not on, was not on our list. Yeah, for is sure. If you're recording through your computer, make sure you have, do not disturb on or have it muted. We well, can't have it muted, I guess. Cause then I couldn't hear you. Um, right. But yeah, make sure you have. I'm going to do that now. Dude, that's so that, a
1: rookie mistake, Brian. I mean, it, I would have thought you would have came through on that one. It, it is
0: a rookie mistake, but <laughs> I did that for the sole purpose oh, of well, using it as an example. <laughs> <laughs> this, this, on this podcast, podcast. Is for educational
1: purposes only. <laughs>
0: <laughs> as you say that, I'm going to make sure I hit record too before we started.
1: <laughs> yeah, let's go ahead and start recording. <laughs> No, actually, I did it on my phone as well, too, already. So, uh, again, in in your prep, make sure you have your guests. Um, Yeah, we'll share that next week. I'm getting ahead of myself because I'm excited. All right, let's jump into, um, again, we've heard some of the advantages, some of the disadvantages. What are some best practices when recording remotely?
0: Yeah, I think a lot of it depends on the platform that you choose. And by recording platform, I'm talking things like Zoom. That you mentioned earlier, Uh, Squadcast is one, Riverside is one. There are uh, Descript, I believe you can record now on Descript, which we've talked about in other episodes too. The one we're using today is Riverside, and there's a couple of reasons for that, but I just want to talk about best practices in choosing a recording platform. The first one to consider is, uh, is it video or audio only, right? Mm -hmm. So you could... I have a, a RODECaster Pro here on the desk. That's what I'm using. I'm running my microphone XLR into the RODECaster Pro into the USB uh, port on my, on my laptop. So that's kind of the system that I'm using. We're recording on Riverside. I'm actually recording a backup also on the RODECaster, which is another tip. Always record a backup if you can. Mm. But the RODECaster and many other USB interfaces now have the ability to just do phone calls. So I could have called you on my phone, plugged it in to a channel on this board, or even done Bluetooth into this board, and I could record that way just audio. This podcast, we sometimes, and we may use clips here and there, video clips from this, but it's primarily audio. And I want to make mm-hmm. sure audio quality is good, and that depends on the platform too. But I think video, choosing a video platform is helpful because I can see you. I can see your face. I can see your nonverbals. I can see your expressions. I can see when you're laughing and not just listen for it. Uh, So it's, it feels like a more natural conversation in that sense.
1: Sure. Yeah, I think kids nowadays um, use rely on texting uh, so much. They probably barely know how to have a phone call. Um, but if you do, if you get back in the old days, we used to have a little <laughs> phone um, is that there would be awkward pauses in the conversation where, you know, you didn't know if they left or something else. And um, in, in modern days, like you said, with technology drops and and lag and things like that, there could be. And so if you want a good, clean, smooth conversation, it's easier when we can see each other so that when I pause because I'm coughing, you're not going to say, what's that chase? I broke up there, you know, like <laughs> we're talking on a walkie talkie or something, right? But, uh, the video, like you said, even if you're not going to use it um, for your podcast, it makes the recording process of it so much easier.
0: Yeah. And, and so that brings me to, as you, again, the next thing in choosing a a platform video is important, but how does it record that video and how does it record more importantly, your audio? So does it record high quality? So one of the things that, one of the reasons I'm using Riverside today, instead of something like Zoom, is it records at a higher quality of video. So it, it will record natively, meaning, locally where you are so it's recording off of your uh the what's that camera called i'm blanking you're um just your the camera built into your laptop internal
1: internal yeah
0: that yeah that's it
1: is there I, a special name? I mean, I, I don't know. Like FaceTime, FaceTime HD camera. There you is what go. My computer there it says. is. your
0: FaceTime, your built-in uh-huh. FaceTime HD camera on your mm. laptop. And so I don't know if yours records at 720 or 1080. Uh, depends on what computer you have. Um, I'm only seeing it in 720 and you're probably only seeing me in 720 because that's what's coming through. But it's recording locally. So whatever your camera picks up at, that's the quality it's recording you at.
1: So yeah, let's just play uh, podcasting for dummies here. Yeah. What is considered high quality video? Uh, you said seven twenty. You said ten eighty. I know yeah. there's four K. There's eight K. Like what? What do you? What would you consider is is good quality?
0: I would say bare minimum that I would use would be ten eighty. Okay. Uh, seven twenty just gets it's okay. Uh, but when you are uploading, let's say to YouTube, it's also no matter what processing you do, it's also processing as you upload it, and so it degrades some of the quality. So if your quality is only 720, it's going to be less than that when you upload the final product to to YouTube. So 1080 is still kind of the standard. It's approaching 4K, being high quality on something like YouTube there. So I'm not using. I'm using a 1080p camera uh, with a, a nice lens on it that's what i'm using so it's recording me through all those camera settings and yours is recording there so does it record high quality uh, again riverside will record up to 4k i believe it's 4k it might be 8k coming soon uh but something like zoom i think only records in 1080p so mm-hmm. that's good enough but it's it's kind of limiting in what you in what you do
1: Mm -hmm. Good. Okay. And then also recording high quality audio. What does that look like?
0: Yeah. uh, High quality audio is a harder thing to put to it. Like there is a number, but it's not like 1080p or 4k. Like we know from television, uh, mm-hmm. Or computer monitors or whatever. It's it's more of your sample rate. Is it recording at forty four point one kilohertz or forty eight kilohertz up to like ninety six kilohertz, whatever? Uh, mm-hmm. So it it's just the the quality of the audio that it records. Forty four point one is kind of the bare minimum that is okay. acceptable for a podcast. Uh, and if it's just vocal like you and I are doing, just a conversation, that's probably okay. Uh, I tend to record in forty eight uh, kilohertz sample rate. That's just that much better 96 Mm -hmm. is i think the next one and that's high high quality but it it makes the file a lot bigger too so it's not only longer to process on your end it's it's more so if you're you know get have got a 96 kilohertz mp3 that you've uploaded to your host site if i download that that's a bigger file now that's taking up more space on my phone. That's kind of unnecessary. Oh,
1: so even your guests yeah. are going to have to have or your listeners. Mm-hmm, yeah, your sure. listeners.
0: Right. Yeah. So that's that's kind of it. So 44.1 kilohertz would be the tar- the kind of minimum target to look for. Something like Zoom will do that. I do think Zoom has upgraded now and they're recording at 48K uh, 48 kilohertz, uh, now that they weren't before. So more people are using it for podcasting. So they've upped their game a little bit. Um, but yeah, Riverside that we're using does that as well.
1: Okay, good. And then you talked about this a couple of times recording locally. Uh, I think we do want to mention about uploading. What is what does that mean? And how does that work?
0: Yeah. So recording locally, we talked about that already, as you mentioned. Uh, So as we're looking at our screen, uh, my screen and your screen through Riverside, there's a little number at the top that says 99% uploaded or uploading, right? Mm -hmm. That means that as we are recording, it is uploading to the cloud, which is in real time, which Mm -hmm. is almost instantaneous processing. So when we're done recording here, if I wanted to grab this, download it and edit I could do it almost instantly. We Mm. just need to stay on the, on the call. Once we finish recording for another 30 seconds or so, uh, and, and it will be 100% uploaded. I can jump on and I could download it right away. You know, you compare that to something like zoom. I haven't used zoom in a while, so I don't know, uh, not to knock it. I just don't know what they're doing right now, but I would have to wait an hour or so for that to finish uploading and then they would send me an email that says, "Hey, your your file's finished uploading. You can now download it." Mm. An hour's not that long, but if you want to do it right <laughs> away, you can. <laughs> yeah,
1: right. We don't right. wait for anything. <laughs> All right, so Brian, we talked a little bit about the recording platform. What are some other best practices when recording remotely?
0: Uh, send the link to your guest. You know, make sure they have it ahead of time uh, so they can you know play around with it. You know, especially if it's something like Riverside, they've never used before. Zoom, most people I think at this point are familiar with uh, Google mm-hmm. Hangouts or Google. It's called something different now. The video platform for Google, whatever that is. <laughs> uh, some people may be really familiar with that. But if you're using something that it makes sense for you, maybe others have not used. Make sure you send them the link ahead of time with some instructions on how to do that. We'll actually dive more into that in our next episode. So I don't want to jump in too much, but just to say, make sure your guest is prepared to use whatever platform you're using before the moment you're supposed to start recording.
1: Yeah. And so I think that's really important to, uh, sometimes creatives are not the most organized type people. Um, and so to make sure that you're organized and that you can get, uh, the information to your guests so that they have plenty of time to be prepared as well.
0: Yeah. So I I think right along with that, again, something we'll talk more about next week. So this is kind of a teaser, a promo for that episode is, uh, sending the info on how to set up, not just the platform that you're using, not just the link, but how to set up their microphone, make sure, you know, the fans not running in the background or the dogs not barking or those sorts of things. So, um, instructions on where to record, how to set up their equipment, if they have a microphone or they don't. Uh, we'll jump more into that next time, but make sure you're, you're preparing your guests well. That's a good best practice for any remote podcast interview.
1: All right. So overall, um, remote po- remote recording uh, is valuable, and honestly, it's probably here to stay. So, Brian, what would you recommend? We talk about platforms, and we know there's several out there. What's your recommendation?
0: There are a lot of great platforms out there. The one that I would recommend is the one we're using today that we've mentioned several times before is Riverside FM. It's Riverside.fm. So if you're interested in checking it out, you can do so. Uh, there's, a, They have a free option where you can jump on and record You're limited and how much you can record. You're limited in the features that you have available to you. But I've been using it for several years now. Uh, found it to be pretty reliable. And, uh, there's a code in our description, our episode description, where you can get 15% off if you want to try out one of the paid plans. Uh, so yeah, check that out. Riverside again, there is a learning curve to it, but there's a learning curve to anything, uh, any of these video podcast, remote recording platforms. Uh, but yeah, riverside.fm would be the one I would recommend checking
1: out. Awesome. Well, thanks so much for joining us on Good Podcasting. Uh, We're excited. Again, this is kind of part one of part two about uh, remote recording. But again, I would say, I think I said it a little bit earlier, to not be afraid of it. Just embrace it um, because it's here to stay and it can really open up a lot of opportunities for you on your podcast.